JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Have you ever been on a pub crawl before? <laughs> Next question. Yes. Just a few in your time? I'd like to consider. A few cheeky lemonades from spot to spot. Have a great time out. I love a good pub crawl. I the have best. not been one in, in a very long time. It has been too long, but um, I am overdue, so it's been like two months. Um, <laughs> no, it's been we'll have to schedule enough. something in. Well, how about a pub crawl with a twist? A church crawl. A church crawl. This Sunday, the 5th of June, it marks 50 days after Easter Sunday, a.k.a. Pentecost. And right here in Bundy, there is going to be a church crawl where you hop from church to church. Three churches, in fact, celebrating getting to know other people from different churches and having a bit of light refreshments. How cool is that? I like the idea. So is it different religions as well or is it just how does it sort of work? Yeah, so it starts at the Uniting Church and then it moves on to the Holy Rosary Catholic Church and then concludes at the Christchurch Anglican Church. So I guess similar beliefs but maybe from different streams. Yeah. But the idea is that you dress up in red, uh, you can celebrate with other people, you can get to know people in the community that you might have things in common with but might have never crossed paths with. Because you've gone to different churches. Exactly right. So you see a lot of people dressed in red going from church to church. Does anyone sort of rock up or how do you have to book? All people are welcome. Um, Kicking off 2pm, there's going to be three readings for the Feast of Pentecost and prayer and an opportunity to mingle until 5pm with refreshments. So I'm thinking... The blood, the body of Christ, maybe a bit more, maybe some egg sandwiches would be going down well. Well, okay. I'm the, the whole... Are you on board? Would well, you be keen for something hey, like this? Hey, it's different activity. Great idea. And yeah. all I think is I've been on a few different pub crawls in my time. No church crawls. But on those pub crawls, if there was a chance for confession halfway through, probably would have <laughs> saved a lot of souls of the people that I've been with. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? The voice of Rugby League, Ray Warren, has decided to hang up the headphones after an incredible 55-year career. A well-earned retirement at 78 years old, Rabs has covered countless Rugby League matches with brilliant and entertaining commentary. 25 on Monday, Samuel. You've grown since you were born. You were born as four kilos. Has a look at Mooney. 21 September 1990. You've put on 121 kilos since then. Oh, you've done your research. Did I what? I was there when he was born. Keenan goes back to Barber. Barber, Barber, Barber. He's over again. What a day for him. He's come here with nothing in his pocket and he's gone home with twice as much. In that time, Ray Warren covered 45 grand finals and made some of the most amazing moments even greater with unrivaled passion. Marshall's gets away. Marshall's still going. Marshall's got Richards coming up outside. Now inside. Richards pursued. He puts it Jensen away. Pat Richards. Pat Richards has scored. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. First grand final golden point. Thurston to choose from with Coot. He hits it. He's got it. He's got the field goal. He's got the premiership. With his focus on rugby league, Rabs rarely wavered. But at three Olympic Games, we were lucky enough to have the voice for some incredible moments. It's O'Neill in front. 0.98 in front of world time. There's the line again. 
It's wearing her down. O'Neill in front of it. The line is getting her. O'Neill's in front of it. The line coming at her. Hang on, Susie. Hang on, Susie. Five to go. You're going to do it, are you? Susie. Yes, yes, yes. She's done it. The rugby league was at the heart of Rabs, and State of Origin was brought to life, with Rabs covering 99 games and some moments etched in history. Hodgson around to Carey. Hodgson lassoed by Tallis. Look at Tallis. Look at Tallis. He drags him over and out of the rectangular ring. Slater picks it up. Fuzzy onside. Slater down the ground. He kicks again. He'll get there. He's over. Pushing it wide. Walters onward. Khan joins in. Floats the pass for Renoff. Renoff down the touchline. Beats one. Gets it in field. Hancock gets it on. Queenslander coming back. Darren Smith for Lager. Lager gets it away. Here's the big fella. Gets the pass on. Coyne. Coyne goes for the corner. And gets the try. Queensland. It's a miracle. Oh, yeah. Retiring from rugby league commentary at 78 years old, we thank you, Ray Warren, for not just your contribution to the sport, but your contribution to our lives. Enjoy retirement, Rabs. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. We're on the topic of a plain glass of milk. Yesterday it was World Milk Day and in celebration people were throwing back a glass on its own of just plain milk and I thought there could not be anything worse to drink. You are, I don't know why you hate this so much. It's, I don't know why. I just don't understand how you can have it on its own. Fine in cereal, fine mixed with maybe hot Milo. Perfect to celebrate the start of winter. You don't but, get Milo hot, you mix it and the, you turn the milk hot. But and it, Jules, I... um. I just don't think you've given it a chance. When was the? Do you have memories, clear memories, of drinking a plain glass of milk? I think no. You, as a child, no. You just don't remember. You just didn't do it, so you've <laughs> never given it the chance. But I don't think anyone up, does it. You and- said you said only I do it because I grew up. My uncle had a dairy farm. I was in a dairy farming community. We had delicious milk straight out of the vats. I love drinking a plain glass of milk. Still I do. think you are on your own here, but we have hit the phone lines. One triple three five three is the number. Hello, who have we got there? I got Ross. Morning, Ross. You plain think it's weird, don't you? Sorry? Plain glass of milk. Do you drink it? Love it. Really? Go. Why, Ross? Oh, I just always drink plain milk, yeah. My brother was a milkman when I was a kid. Oh. And... Uh, yeah, we always used to get the super fresh milk every day. And How good are your bones, yeah. Ross? Fantastic. I've only ever broken uh, my nose and a pinky toe. Strong as an ox. So, really, not, not that great. You we must have nose. similar rigs, Ross, because <laughs> my nose and pinky toe have suffered a bit of defeat over the years. I think he's another been influenced call. by the industry. Thank you, Ross. Let's go to another call on 13353. Morning, Kelly. Good morning. How are you guys? Good. Plain glass of milk. Do you love it? Oh, especially when you get the ones with the cream on top, oh, those bottles. Oh, oh, shake it up. Oh, oh delicious. Oh, no. uh, thank Yucky. you. We'll take another one on one triple three five three. Hello, who have we got there? Yeah, hey, mate, you got Ben. Ben, plain glass of milk. Love it? Love it. Of course Why, you do. Why, Ben? Why? What compels you to pour yourself a plain glass of milk? Well, why not? Like, as a kid, you grow up drinking it. It's good for your bones. It's good for your health. 
So it's just I've, a thing that's stuck from I've childhood. I've never, ever had a broken bone. There's plenty of calcium in milk. Okay. Jules, you're but we a... had a call that broke his nose. Jules, but that's not – like, he probably copped a, probably about well, 200 punches. You're at the physio every second day in the chiropractor, and you're falling to bits. <laughs> not enough plain milk for you, Jules. Thank you very much, Ben. Good on you, mate. Let's we'll take play. one last call. Surely they'll agree with me. Morning. Cole, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Jules. How you, are you? Yeah, good. But you agree with me, right? No one drinks a glass of milk. No, I'm with JB. Oh. Everyone, everyone drinks the milk, baby. Oh, yeah, we're feeling good. <laughs> Jules, does that mean you're going to try playing glass of milk by the end of the show? I'm going to hate it. Let's enjoy it. Good on you, Cole. Beautiful, Jules. Hey, us and our calcium-filled bones are going to have a good dance. While Can Jules, I mix it with chocolate? You can't mix it with anything. A plain glass of milk coming your way before the end of the show. It is Triple M. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. JB, this morning I am owning my mistakes. I'm moving forward. I'm trying to get past it because I have wronged a colleague of ours. Jules, what did you do? Yes, I'm really sorry, but something I need to address. I'd like to get it off my chest with a letter to one Rebecca. Dear Beck, I am so sorry that I stole your scissors. I only meant to use them quickly to cut out photos and wrap presents for JB's birthday surprises. I thought, I'll do the rest of the preparations at home. But then I took your scissors, took them home, because I didn't have a pair. But since then, since two weeks ago, they've stayed there since. I heard that you asked people, where's my scissors? Where have they gone? You've questioned their loyalty, not knowing where to turn, and all along not suspecting a thing, Little old Jules had them. But when I found the scissors hidden under papers at home, I felt guilty, my stomach twisted. I knew I had to bring the scissors back to their rightful owner. But time and time again, I'm sorry, Beck, I forgot. I left notes for myself. I named alarms, bring scissors into work for Beck. I still managed to forget. But not today. Not today. Last night, I slept with the scissors on my bedside table. I put them next to the door as I got ready for work. And today I present to you the pink scissors. I've got them. I've got them back. Will you please forgive me for the heartache and the foolishness that I have caused over this couple of weeks? (sighs) JV, do you think that'll do it? This is the stupidest thing I've I've, I've ever seen. So, yeah, no. (laughs) You just forgot scissors for two weeks. But I explained. And then you, you, you sort of blamed but me like ripping the for letter my up. birthday That's it. <laughs> Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. So we survived Zoe <laughs> to the computer, the computer self-driving car. We heard this news that there was going to be a trial. People could go and test drive what it's like to sit in a self-driving car. JP, you were absolutely terrified. I was excited to see what was in store. You were excited, but... This is the future, mate. You relinquish control. You're just opening yourself up to a... I don't know about you, but my work computer needs a reset every five five (laughs) minutes. So I just don't completely trust computers. My iPhone, it just does stupid things You'll worry you're going to crash, right? Yeah, I was worried we are going to bump into someone... And I was also really worried about Bundaberg drivers and issues unfolding there with other people doing the wrong thing. We are here in one piece. We made it out alive. What on earth happened when we went down to the multiplex? I think we spotted Zoe too. We must confirm. She looks like a normal car, but it could be her in disguise. Looks like they're setting something up, but... 
So that's not Zoe 2, that's just somebody's car. After a quick wait, right on time, Zoe 2 arrived. I think I see Zoe. How do you know it's Zoe? Because it's got the markings. Look, there's a sign. That's Zoe. That's her. Future mobility. Here she is. The people are in the car. I can see computer screens already. The team alongside Zoe 2 arrived as well, and we spoke to Ahmed about the experience we're about to undertake. Right, so we will be demonstrating to you uh, a car summon. So the vehicle with Zoe 2 would be parked over there near RV Park entrance. And once we will have an app, so you will call Zoe through an app, and Zoe will travel on its own without a driver on the driver's seat. And we'll come around on the Civic Avenue, turn around, we'll stop where this white car is, and we'll pick you up. Do we then get in and then go drive, go for a quick drive with Zoe in charge? That's right. So plenty of safety precautions. Well, shall we, shall we start the drill? Yeah, sure. So we will set it up, and then uh, we will do the demonstrations for you. Let's go. Let's go. As Zoe got set in position, we decided to practice our summoning chat. Hello, Zoe. Come to us, please. Go for Tango. Go for Tango. Uh, let's. Zebra. Zoe, please appear. Inbound. Zig is on. Bum, bum. Good girl. Come here. But before too long, we were able to use the app to start the summoning demonstration. We've got the signal. We've got the signal. We can order the Zoe. All right. We're going to order the Do you want to order the Zoe? Can we press the button and order it on the app? Would you like to? Right, but you can see here, book taxi. So book taxi. And keep an eye on Zoe. Press. The taxi is approaching. Oh, she's straight into action. (laughs) She's straight into action. Not a second wavering. Oh, Zoe's coming. Here she comes. Oh. See, to the untrained eye, it just looks like a car driving, but... It's a robot inside. (laughs) But we know better. Named Zoe. Look, she's navigating other cars passing by the multiplex. She knows. She's She's indicating. Well, of course, when Zoe goes to come, there's a camper trailer. Get used to it, Zoe. Get used to the camper vans. They'll slow you down around this town, baby. She indicated. Well done. That's something you don't see in Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) We're already on the improve. Oh, she slowed down for the zebra crossing just to make sure. Look at the passenger van. She stopped, ready for us That's to get in. weird. The summoning demonstration was a complete success, but now it was time to have a quick look inside Zoe 2. To sort of imagine the inside, it's a very, I'd say, European-looking vehicle, but... It's very nice, but there's a few screens. Yeah, yeah, I'd say maybe one screen more than usual, and it seems to have a fair bit of tracking and stuff, and also a sensor at the front, so... All safety checks have been completed, and now it was time for Zoe to take over. So if activated, we're automated, and we're getting robot. And congratulations on being among the first to experience the future of transportation in Bundaberg. Buckle up and enjoy as Zoe 2 drives you in real traffic. We made our way down to Wanduma Street, and we were able to get a feel for how Zoe was driving. How are you feeling back there, Jules? I'm feeling great. How are you? You were nervous before. I'm still, I don't know. Just a guy with a keyboard sitting in the driver's seat. She's on the brake. How? How is she using her feet? Zoe's interactions with what we know as Bundy drivers was interesting, to say the least. We've had a lady stop <laughs> when she shouldn't have stopped, <laughs> and she seemed to have gotten livid at Zoe. However, that is proof the lady is dumb dumb because Zoe, the computer, did the right thing. Well done, Zoe. Bad job, dumb dumb lady. 
We sat back and enjoyed the ride as Zoe 2 covered different types of intersections, working through traffic and showing off her skills before starting the journey back to the multiplex. We got back safe and sound with the beautiful breeze blowing the sweet, sweet air of Bundy. We did it. We lived. We made it. What's your closing statement? I kept on having to look at the driver, the safety driver, mm-hmm. and stare at him and go, how on earth is he not touching this right now? It was yeah. like a real human driving it. You, you need to express some patience. Like It's not going to be as quick as your normal driver because it doesn't spot stuff as quick, but it's the amount of technology and how far it's come that we just sat in a car and drove around the middle of town. There were no close calls. It felt safe. No, the only slight issues were with people doing the wrong thing. So People are the problem, robots of the future, yeah, right? You can check it out for yourself as well. Just head to qld.gov.au forward slash C-A-V-I and you can follow the links, book it in, check it out for yourself. It's a interesting experience. Round two? Mm. I'm going to drive my own ute home, I think. <laughs> have a great day. There we have it. Well, there you go. Zoe 2 was a success. Pretty interesting journey. You can check out the video on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Just search uh, 93.1 Triple M Bundy on Facebook for all the detail. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? It's that time of year. It's really snuck up. Cane cutting season. You're going to see oh, the cane train? Oh, yes. Trains? Plenty more trains, and it is a bit of a hazard, but you've got to look out for them to make sure that there's no accidents. Yeah, exactly right. And uh, not only is it a very extremely – it's a time you need to be aware because you could put yourself and loved ones in danger and other ones in danger, but it could actually hit your hip pocket as well. And to tell us all about it, we have from Bundaberg Sugar, Matt Curtis. Good morning. How are you doing this morning, mates? Good morning. How are you guys? Yeah, well – we're really well, Matt. How has the season kicked off so far? Well, it's not underway yet. We're not underway yet. That's no. correct. We'll, we'll be starting in the next two weeks. But as, as our operations ramp up in preparation, um, there's more and more activity on the rail network. So we want all road users to be you know, aware that the trains are back on the tracks. You know, We go through a, a period of, of hibernation effectively where there's no action for six months. So people are travelling back and forth every day, don't see a train, get used to it, and then all of a sudden they're back. Now, every year we have either cars hitting trains or a lot of near misses, and, you know, we don't want to see anyone get hurt, and fortunately we've never had fatalities in this region, and we really want to keep it that way. Absolutely. Yeah, well, um, the 6th of June is the date that the official season kicks off, the 2022 cane harvesting season. So as you said, now's the time to get prepared. But uh, I was uh, interested to see that you can actually be hit with infringement notices for not doing the right things around cane trains. Yeah, absolutely. So it's an offence to not give way to a train that certainly, you know, they've got right of way. And, you know, it makes practical sense that they do as well because they're a lot bigger and heavier than any car and they can't stop. So, you know, just from a... A practical point of view, it makes sense, but legally they have got right of way, and you know that's that's how it is. Yeah. So basically, if you don't stop at a stop sign at a crossing, um, there's there's a number of rules, but basically you can face four hundred thirteen dollar fines goodness. and three demerit points for for these offences, and put yourself at risk as well. Yeah, I mean that's uh, incentive enough, uh, Matt. How many cane trains will we see in the region crossing each day? Uh, it's it's difficult to say, but you know, around about 50 loco movements per day around the region. We've got 400 k's of track all around out towards you know Wallaville and north, and then south and out to the coast as well. So there's a lot of road crossings. 
And I guess one of the things is a lot of them are in remote locations and on 100 kilometre speed limit roads. So people can come up to a crossing quite quickly. And if they're not paying attention to the road signs or the conditions, uh, and that's what we find a lot of times is that where people get caught out. Yeah, 100%. There's plenty of distractions when you're in the car. I don't know if you have the facts on this, Matt, but I'd be very curious to know how many crossings are there in our area? Do we have those figures at all? Oh, I think there's about 200. Wow. That is insane. That is a huge reminder to be very vigilant. Like you say, JB, there can be those distractions, but always look out for the cane trains in our beautiful region. Matt, really appreciate your time this morning. As that reminder, the uh, cane harvesting season for 2022 officially kicks off the 6th of June. Always keep your wits about you. Keep an eye on those train tracks. Thanks for your time this morning. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Something that I guess has sort of upset me, but also it's great news for this kid. A uni student here in Bundy's won 50 grand. Oh, wow. 50 grand. 50 grand to anyone is a lot. But to you, a uni student... That is nice. It's bittersweet. You want to be happy for him, but at the same time, a little bit jealous, are you? Jealous. Get this. 50 grand on a losing scratchy. What? How does that work? Yeah, so I didn't even know they had this, but the instant scratches, if your ticket's a loser, there's some marked ones that you can enter in a second chance draw. And this kid has won $50,000 on this promotional second chance draw. Thank God you went. I'm going to try this again. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, yeah, yeah, put that in, put the loser ticket in, and um, he has been quoted, said, I'm just at university now, and I've had to step out of my class to hear this news. It's it's insane. <laughs> you just hear from the outside classroom, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. no more biology foot, for me today. Footsteps sprinting down the corridor. <laughs> uh, but apparently it took the official from the lot a fair while to get in contact because he'd been busy studying, um, said that they'll use the 50 grand to pay some student loans, also to go on an overseas trip, also wants to do something with the family. Um, they said, this is huge for me. I'm so excited. So, oh, man. Do we know where he bought the ticket from? No, no, but it's here in Bundy. But um, he, yeah, I... See, this is great. Good on you. And look, sounds like a fantastic young kid. <laughs> you Good sound you. so sincere. What annoys me is when <laughs> I was at uni, I couldn't afford the $5 scratchy in the first place. True. So you were eating what? White rice I with was cheese? White rice and cheese. So that, this kid with 50 grand, I tell you what, he'll be eating, I don't know, brown rice with gourmet brie cheese for the rest of his uni days. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.